You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Bama Trolls are welcome on tonight's show, too. They, they are. Come they in, are. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm welcome, close on Twitter. We actually welcome them today. We want you to yeah, come Yeah, y'all like being other folks' business on the normal. Yeah, come, come on in. man. <laughs> Bring come ass on, on in. in. Come talk about come it. Come on in. This is the, this the red carpet for you. Come on in. Uh-huh. <laughs> that troll don't troll the way that, you know, used to. You know what I mean? So I need you to come on in and let us know how you're feeling. Saving's not going nowhere, Paul. <laughs> Same as nothing, not bigger than a program, I guess. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we want to talk about what this means for Auburn, um, specifically in terms of recruiting, because since the two Freeze got here, Auburn has found themselves in some major recruiting battles with Bama. And there was a time where it was a foregone conclusion. In fact, we used to hear from Bama fans a lot. If Saban wants them, Saban's going to get them. Hugh Freeze kind of changed that tune within this past year. As uh, soon as he came in, Auburn flipped some recruits. Auburn went down to the wire with some recruits, even won, won their fair share of battles this year. With Nick gone, what's the immediate impact for the state of Alabama and moving forward? I'm going to start with you, Mike. Uh, look, you've got to give Nick Saban his flowers. He had a great career. Uh, he's decided to hang it up. Um we may not, we may not see anything like this in college football history uh, during our lifetime. A twenty year, like damn near, almost like a twenty year run at the top, going all the way back to winning a championship at LSU. So uh, he's had a fantastic career. But what this means for for Auburn and the impact on the SEC is the allure. We said it time and time again on this show: kids commit to coaches over institutions. Now that he's gone, so gone is his vision to some, in some respect, right? The allure around playing for the esteemed Nick Saban and any promises that were made to a particular recruit because the guy who made the promise may not be there to fulfill that promise, and we've seen how that works out time and time again. So overall impact you know, on college football is, is that you know, one of the best to ever do it is gone, Right. And so, you know, so is his record and all the things that he brought to college football. I, I think it I think it, you lose a lot of allure if you're Alabama, you know, losing Nick Saban. So suddenly that may not be the most attractive spot. And we'll see how long they can live on the achievements of the past. Because everything after today is the past. <laughs> B, is this an opportunity for you to give a victory lap like you? You had a what do we see? Last season, I think it was right around the oh, Texas U, USF, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. South Florida. Did you 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 has you made some bold statements mm-hmm. about this could be the beginning wish, of the I end? I wish I had pulled the the, the video of that mm-hmm. so we could have played it today. I I would have yeah I would have relished doing that. But go Sorry. go go ahead, B. B, how you feeling, man? I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. <clears throat> I actually didn't want Nick Saban to leave. I wanted him to lose while he was still in the chair because that would have hurt the Bama fans the most. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever hurts Alabama fans the most, I want it. You wanted a slow death. I wanted a slow death. You could see it, all right? A mediocre to subpar offensive line three years straight. Bad wide receivers. Uh, well, they say bad, but unproductive at different position groups over the course of the last three years. Taking turns being bad on the front or or the running backs being kind of mediocre or the defensive backs weren't great one or two years ago. It's been happening right in front of us, but I wanted Nick Saban to be there so that the guy who brought them to these highs would be there when they hit lows, but lows for Saban. Mm. Now, they're going to be able to pack it up and say, oh, well, Saban's not there, and that'll be the first excuse. They've got to grieve first. Guys, they have to grieve. They're going to grieve. It's going to take them a minute to come to terms with this. The group chat that I had ignored for a month after they won the SEC championship game, they ignored me when I started talking to them, all right, after they lost it, rightfully so. I said, hey, I know y'all don't want to talk, but I'm here if you need me. That's all I can do is offer my condolences because all of them know there is no rebuttal to an Auburn fan teasing you. There is no, yeah, but maybe if. No, the man He was the law for Alabama football. He was the attraction all by himself. Every great coach has come from up underneath him, left, and he still won the SEC this season. It was probably his worst team of the last 16 years, and he won the SEC. He deserves his flowers as a great coach. But, buddy, it is feasting season. Yes, in recruiting, but in so many other ways. You know, I'm finna go back to Birmingham to see my family now? Oh, they're gonna get so tired of me. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. This, this is gonna be this is a great time right now. It's a great time. I, what does this mean for the state of Alabama in terms of recruits? Because one of the things we've been pleased to see is that the guys that both Obviously, Bama was recruiting on a national level, and Hugh Freeze is trying to get Auburn there. But there are a lot of t- there's a lot of talent in the state of Alabama that was leaving the state, going elsewhere, and it seems like Hugh Freeze began to build a wall around Alabama, preventing them from getting to the state. It's just uh, leaving the state. You saw it with Keldrick Falk. As uh, soon as he got here, other players as well. What does this mean in terms of how Auburn recruits the state of Alabama moving forward? And do you see what already looks to be a 2025, a promising 2025 class get even better? Yeah, I mean, listen, you you can't help but expect um, an increase of your stature amongst those people just because you have Be Will Buzzword continuity right now going on. And there's a lot of reasons to get excited about the future of this program and a lot of uncertainty around the other program that's been dominant in the state. So I am looking forward to seeing that. However, however, not to rain on the, you know, well, actually, let me give Nick Saban his flowers for just a moment and say, as Mike said, go. Go. Let's go. You know, but then let me turn around and put those flowers on the graves of the Bama fans. However. Mm. (laughs) I love us. Such a wordsmith. I uh, I I dig that. (laughs) Such a a scholar, the gentleman. However, (laughs) I think it's time for us to do a slight victory dance about this. And I know Alabama fans are going to be mad. And I actually said the name of your team this time. That's how sincere I am about what I'm about to say. Mm. I know that you're going to be mad at us being excited about Nick Saban leaving. I don't care because for too long, you guys have been arrogant, pompous windbags. And it's about time somebody took the air out of that windbag. 
And I'm very happy about today. I don't, you know what? I don't really care what happens next season right now. I just know I'm going to be excited to watch Bama fans absolutely freak the F out for the next couple of months about the state of their program. As much as they've been talking junk about everybody else, it's time. And we've been waiting. Today's the day. And we're going to be happy about it. This is the day the Lord has made. Mm -hmm. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. That was that was my that was a word. Thank that you, was sir. a word. Yeah. Mm. Ace Fawcett's got some words <laughs> that he received from Ryan Williams. Uh, he tweeted about it. Ryan Williams, five star receiver who is expected to sign in 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 next month, actually told him that he has decommitted from Alabama. Top 10 recruit in the 2024 class. Of course, he reclassified. Uh, he will commit and sign in February. Uh, departure of Saban and his wide receiver coach. His wide receiver coach left and went to A&M, right? Yes. So those two departures played a vital role in him decommitting. Is this a foregone conclusion, gentlemen? Uh, yeah, I think the timing of the decommitment can... It, cannot be overlooked. Yeah. Uh, he, he announces that he's retiring. Remember, Auburn put a full court press on this kid uh, at their state championship. Uh, yeah. He went out there, and uh, they, they had, I think Caddy was out there, Aldridge was out there, Freeze was out there, uh, Zach Etheridge was out there, Marcus Davis was out there. They went after him hard. Um, a lot of the Bama faithful were in denial about the fact that this kid – was on the fence, and he's getting a lot of pressure from his peers as well, too, who are highly regarded in this class to, you know, make the change. I'll go back to my previous point. Without Nick Saban, guys, the allure of going to Alabama is significantly less. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I hear Auburn fans say a lot, you know, we need guys who are committed to Auburn and not the co a particular coach. That's not reality. Like, I, you know, you will get a guy like that or two, but ultimately... You know, Bo Nix was the ultimate Auburn guy. Mm -hmm. They didn't stop him from leaving. Mm -hmm. Guys want to do what's in their best interest. Mm -hmm. But he didn't, he didn't commit to Harson. He committed to Gus. So after Gus was gone, you start to reevaluate those allegiances. Right. And I think right. that this is what Ryan Williams is going through. You know, yeah. the best coach of all time wanted me to come to his program. And he's got a recent, he's got a Heisman winner at wide receiver in the last like four years. So, of course, I'm going to commit to that guy. Now he's gone, and you have to count somebody else carrying on his vision? Oof. Yeah. A lot less tempting. Yeah. It's going to be rough. T talk about just one of the things that's been really critical th with this, this 2024 class has been the relationship building. Now, maybe, maybe this may be recently biased, guys, so correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I have never seen the relationships built like this, like you, you have like the freeze five, mm. right? You have Walker white with sh printed shirts with recruits names on his back, right? The way these guys hang out with each other, obviously other schools are doing it that are building major classes, but it seems like the groundwork has already been laid for Ryan Williams to just walk in to this recruiting class because of the relationships with other guys. Am, 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 I, am, I, am I off on that, or what are you guys seeing? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I mean, I think that Auburn's in a good spot, right? Like, they're, I think Auburn was the clear runner up in this competition prior to his commitment. And because, you, like you said, the relationships that he has with those other recruits, it makes it, makes it make sense. Um, but I don't think it's a foregone conclusion because sure. everybody's about to put the full court press on this young man. Sure. Like he's going to get off like. And he has time. There, 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 there are vulgar things that are probably going to happen for this young man's life. Like people are going to go do some strange things to try to get Ryan William to flip over to their program right now. <laughs> do something strange um, for a little change. Yeah. Listen, man, I, I, it, I mark my words. It's, somebody's going to do something that's going to that's going to be considered line stepping. Um, to try to get not just him, but some of the other guys um, to to flip their commitment over to Bama. So it's going to be very interesting to see. But I do think that Auburn is in the driver's seat right now. Yeah, B, right. B, you had you had uh, some thoughts, B. Yeah, I mean, Bama's definitely not going to be in the driver's seat because, like we said, people commit to Alabama. There was Nick Saban was kind of openly rallying against how impactful NIL was becoming in college sports. And he had said, well, I don't think people are going to like the way it's changing, the way it's going to go. Honestly, I like the kids getting paid. I agree that it changes who has the power, which is why I see why Nick Saban didn't like it. This is still the game. The game was always going to be the game. And NIL was one place where Alabama wasn't going to have an advantage. Their alum base doesn't make as much money when they leave school. That's like data. That's a fact. They... The state of Alabama doesn't have the deepest pockets if if your local communities are who funds your programs. Unfortunately, that's data. That's a fact. They were going to be down in this, and it's going to make a difference. So, yeah, if I don't want to commit to the greatest college football coach of all time, why am I going there? What's attractive about Alabama if Nick Saban's not there? Nothing. You got you got the statues out front, the past. You got the, the, the trophies in the case. That's the past. And even though we're, it's, I don't want to minimize the accomplishments, what he has done, to Mike's point, we will never see this type of run again. Between right. NIL and Transfer Portal, I don't think it's going to be possible to stack up the type of talent and coaches that makes it possible to have this type of success in back-to-back-to-back seasons over 15 years. However, what you've done that as a program. You did that, and yeah, you know, well, we won this many national championships, which was always a great argument to have with Bama fans. When you finally beat them, you get over on Nick Saban. Well, how many y'all got? Oh, my God. This is take the loss. Take the loss, <laughs> please. Impossible. If he's not there, what is attractive about that school? Right. That Those are Nick Saban's accomplishments. Yes. Though. Yes, <laughs> because he did that everywhere he went. Those aren't yes. Alabama accomplishments. This is why everybody, the arms race to hire the best coach is so hot, especially yeah. in the SEC, because everybody understands that you need the right coach first. You need the right guy at the helm if you want to win or compete for championships consistently. Nick Saban, it was they got lucky when they hired him, and you may never mm-hmm. get that lucky. It they was the equivalent of hitting the lucky. lottery. Say yeah. that again. They got lucky when they hired him. Hiring a really great coach is luck, though, right? Like, because everybody seems good on paper. 
Yeah, the Listen, timing though, Ike. Of, they would have had Rodriguez. The they would have had Rodriguez. Rich Rodriguez. Had he not have backed out. Yep, yeah, that's right. That's and, what I'm saying. And, but and, like, and, hi, but that's what I, that's what I mean. Hiring a good head coach is always luck. Like it's got to be the right timing, the right situation. Yeah. Like it, you're never just going to groom a great head coach and go pick him off the tree in the backyard. Like right. it's going to be. You you are the right amount of terrible in your program right now to be desperate to go get a guy like Nick Saban, and he's available. Rich Rod looked at that situation and was like, now nah, I'm going to Michigan. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was bad. The irony, they wanted him. He turned this out. them down. He somebody turned pointed, them down. Somebody pointed out the irony of the, the guy who they were targeting saying no to Alabama to go to Michigan. They get a guy who said, I'm not going to coach at Alabama. He goes, he creates a dynasty, he leaves, and his last loss is to a guy who's a Michigan guy. Yeah, yeah. It's so so awesome. With the the momentum that Hugh Freeze has (laughs) in terms of the administration being behind him on NIL right now, you got to go out and you got to get Ryan Williams uh, for a lot of reasons. Obviously, he's going to be a program builder. um, But to put it in... Again, you're serving the other side of the state. Notice that uh, we were already getting ready to challenge your run. But if I'm Hugh Freeze, I'm telling you we're we're fully here because if if you're not putting Nick Saban out there on Saturdays anymore, just <laughs> it's a free-for-all. I know Kirby's probably smiling, but yes. where you're at. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. benefits greatly from this. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from y'all. What are your thoughts? Appreciate you being with us tonight. JJ Rand says, cue Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I've ever queued up a Miley Cyrus song, but okay. <laughs> All college let- football is rejoicing right now. Think about the feeling on social media after Alabama lost to Michigan. It's the, it's the same attitude. No, it's, it's, yeah. wor- it's way and, worse. And, and Bama people, <laughs> they just don't understand why everybody's wallowing. And it, it's just, God, you can't act like you invented football for 20 years and then not understand the reaction to stuff like this happening. I mean, it's it's raining on Alabama right now. <laughs> you lost the playoff game to <laughs> Michigan to Harbaugh. <laughs> then they went on there and won it. It, it quite literally like was raining out. in Tuscaloosa really hard the other night. Like, this is the, the universe is, is aligning properly just to allow Bama fans to feel mm. pain. That's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Coach Anderson says, Bama about to learn how ugly and broke they are. I'm not going to say that they're broke, but they show is ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I do wonder, though, like, how they're going to rally the troops around whatever NIL they need to be able to get. Because they're going to have to, like, they're going to have to pump dollars into this program to keep it off of life support. Buddy, yeah, Nick Saban was campaigning for funds to keep NIL competitive at Alabama. If he has to do that, this next person hasn't won. It, well, I'm assuming the next person has not won any national championships, I guess, unless it's, what, Dabo? Cole Kublik, Cole Kublik tweeted out uh, a list of names. We'll look at the, some of those names, like the okay. chances. So we'll go through that list in a uh, later segment. So we'll, we'll save that part for the end. But keep going, B. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm... I don't know how anybody, which is why I know people are going to talk. We'll talk about possible candidates. We're going to get to that a little later. But anybody who comes behind Nick Saban, the hardest, I would not want this job. Would not. Yeah. Would not want this job. It's it's always rough to be the guy backing up the great um, in that regard. Oda Smith says, welcome back, T-Rob, and bring home Ryan (laughs) or Eagle. Hmm? 
Okay. We'll T. Rob, you know, T. Rob, he was one of my favorite players that I filmed um, when I was a freshman. I think uh, T. Rob was a junior, so I only got two seasons with him. But man, just I, I, he was putting some really crazy defensive backs in the league for a while down there at Florida. Just follow Muschamp everywhere. You know, if you had to bring a guy home, uh, I, I would like to see T. Rob get a shot here. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Oda Smith says, C-Dub, you meant the state of Auburn. I think I said state of Alabama. <laughs> now the state of Auburn. Love it. Thank you, With sir. It? Noted. Leanne Owen hey. says, hey, Mike, he gone. Hashtag he is gone. Five. She's already he, She's already calling it. Cue the, the he gone t-shirts. We've got a whole t-shirt just for this moment. <laughs> and we're it selling was, it to it you. Was, it was a prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> it was prophetic. Tim Two Main Taylor says Saban played right in uh, Ryan Williams' face. Nasty work. It's I, tough, man. I don't know, man. They they people the the coaching staff uh, apparently, accordingly, people are saying I've talked to assistant coaches. They had no idea. It was business as usual up until this morning, and then he called a meeting for the players. He told the players. Then that's when everybody knew. So yes, I don't know, man. Yeah, that, that, and that's a professional thing to do, if you ask me. You keep working until the moment you announce, and he'll continue to work until the day he is officially not the coach there. But, um, you know, he doesn't you, – you can really hurt your legacy at the end if you don't handle this the right way. And I think that Saban is keen. He wants to protect the legacy that he built painstakingly over, you know, since 2007 there by handling this the right way and trying to set the program up for success after he leaves. And you want to be the one to be able to announce this. You don't want it to slip out because yeah. you told the wrong person and then mm-hmm. it gets announced before you wanted to tell the people who it mattered the most to. There would have never been a perfect time to announce this, Caesar. <laughs> right. There's no, there's no perfect time for this. But what I'm saying is you don't want it to slip out. You tell you tell yeah. coaching staff or someone and it slips and then you haven't told your players. That's mm-hmm. the last thing you want to have yeah. happen. Yeah, because so. you know it's, it's one person that heard it on that staff. They selling that to on three. I, I, <laughs> $2,000, I got the scoop for it. Scoop of the century for you right two, here. Two th- now, that's two nasty grand. work. Yeah, couple car notes and some rent. <laughs> and I, scoop that's of the century. some nasty work right there. Yeah. Uh, Scott Chapman says, Rome didn't fall overnight, but Alabama will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. How often oh, buddy. do you think about the Roman Empire, Scott? <laughs> um, it's, it's going down. Like, I'm telling you, it's going down. They're, they're in for a rude awakening. Uh, I think I think that a lot of Alabama faithful have been really arrogant over the type of success Saban has brought there to the point where, listen, this was a coach who complained about the entitlement of his fan base. Right. He got on them for leaving games early. He was just like, and I'll quote him. He said, every time somebody gets hurt, you guys think we just shit another player. Well, you're about to find out. (laughs) You definitely ain't gonna be able to shit another coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. So Nina says, I wish I had saved the champagne. I popped it when Michigan beat Fama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't quite at that level of celebration. Oh, yeah. Thing, but, but I mm. feel you. Yeah, their tears nice. tasted sweet. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, Stephen Neely says, the closer, Keontae already on it concerning Ryan Williams. Freeze. Yeah, Hashtag man. freeze five. Yeah, yeah, Perry Thompson tweeted something out about it. Like, I think everybody Malcolm was Simmons. just like, okay, bet. And Malcolm then they got Simmons. Active. 
Cam mm-hmm. Coleman, they all did. They all tweeted yeah. about it, yeah. Yeah, they, they went and got active. All right, y'all. Amazing, amazing that those guys, they feel like there's going to be enough ball to go around for all of them. Pause. Which is, like, how you make that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's right. pause-worthy. Continue. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> but, like, they feel like there's going to be, you know, enough play for all of them, which, yeah. I mean, this is a gr- great sell job. You still gonna have to put some kind of proof of concept on the field, but man, woof. yeah. All right, Donnell says the first time the new Bama coach loses two games. Oh my god, <laughs> T Town burns. <laughs> right, bro. Oh, Listen, man. you ain't lying though. You are not lying, funny. man. That's Yo, funny. It's, it's, it's accurate. It, yeah, it's it's it. If they have a three loss season. Good Lord. Bro, yeah. do you remember how Bama fans reacted when they lost to Hugh Freeze when he was at Ole Miss? Yes. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if he, I, it I was remember, I remember when they lost to Texas A&M in, in the um, years with Johnny Manziel. I remember mm. when they lost to Texas A&M to Jimbo and them. They sitting the on eight. championships that they recently I mean, won. And I remember when they lost to Texas wild. this past year. They went nuts. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is if you used to like watch it, do watch parties with, with Bama friends, don't do it. Don't do it. I wouldn't be nowhere around <laughs> I, anybody. I've, I mean, I've done it. I've funny, done it. But I'm also, like, seriously though, like I'm, I know yeah, somebody who's bad. lost a life at uh, argument about Alabama football after Alabama yes. had lost. Like seriously, mm. I would yeah, not be they, around them. They've got Georgia, Wisconsin, LSU still on the schedule. They might be a little different. They play Oklahoma at Oklahoma, and they have Missouri still on the schedule. And all, yeah, yeah it might be two losses. There might be two losses on their schedule. Not only will their talent decrease because players aren't going to want to not play for the greatest college coach of all time, who are the coaches going to be? Who, who are the coaches? They had some continuity. They built something with Tommy Reese. Is Tommy Reese going to be there? Mm, yeah. Like, everything is they off the table They already lost their defensive coordinator. Everything is over now. Like maybe mm. somebody hangs around, but the new coach that they get has to want to build his own staff, and all that could be brand new. You know, B, one of the things, under underrated things that Saban did was he was on a great coordinator hire streak for a very, very long time. Mm. And when he hired Steele and uh, the other guy, I was like, man, this might be the weakest set of coordinators he's had in quite some time. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, they're going to find out Again, how hard it is to continuously do that as well, too. Um, yeah. You know, you got a great head coach, but having that guy hire competent coordinators year in and year out was was part of what made him the GOAT, dude. And he was like like QB rehab, not QB, but coaching rehab for a lot. Right. He yeah. was rehabilitating dudes. Like, you know, you messed up, but you can call plays. I'll get you back on your feet, little buddy. Come on, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> head coach in two years. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. Uh, Blake Robinson says, did Coach Hughes see this coming? Hired Charles Kelly recently about the raid. Yeah. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Yeah. I, I mean, if if you did see this coming, you definitely are. Hopefully you don't live in the state of Alabama, but you need to be playing lotto numbers. Like the reason why you shouldn't live in the state of Alabama, because we don't mm-hmm. have a lottery. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm going to grab one more, guys, and we're going to get to the break. Royce Butler says, I, for one, am ecstatic about Saban, Satan <laughs> retiring. <laughs> uh, Auburn was was only five wins behind. <laughs> well, he letting them in, the turds. Head-to-head when he got there. Mm-hmm. Now we're 16 behind. Bama never won a home Iron Bowl before him. All that is over now. Yep. 
gonna be different. It's gonna be different, that's for sure. 